there is a, we've already talked about this a little bit, a little bit, but I'm going to get more in depth into it today on today's show uh, for you guys. I know this is really late for a lot of you when I'm uploading this. Most of you won't listen to this until like the day after. Um, but, you know, I got to say that I just, cause I just thought about this. I literally just thought about this. You're the media we're around and the music we listen to sometimes, um, sometimes I think we are hurting ourselves. We set ourselves up for failure when it comes to relationships, specifically because media, like whether it's music, movies, TV, you know, stories and books and manga and all this, you know, it sets us up and it makes us believe for some reason that somehow, you know, when I find my significant other, you know, they're going to blow my mind. Like my mind is going to be blown and, you know, you know, we're never going to fight or anything like that. There's never going to be any sad moments. There's never going to be any anger. There's never going to be any confusion or frustration. I'm literally just going to love this person with all my heart and that's it. That's it. But that's not it. That's, that's, that's not it. That's never going to be it. You know, there's going to be, there's going to be sad days. And I think that's the, that's the, that's the part where a lot of today's generation fails. Um, a lot of people today in general, I'm not even going to say the generation, cause it's not just this, this new generation's thing. It's, it's been a thing because we allow these fantasies to take over and we don't, really put reality into place where it should be in the forefront of our mind and be like, well, okay, realistically, like I'm going to like, love is not just, you know, happiness. It never is going to be just happiness. You know, there's love even through sadness and tears. There's love even through confusion sometimes, you know, but love is not a happy everyday. Like love is not a happy everyday kind of thing. We still express love when we're upset because sometimes we get upset because we want the other person to be, you know, whether it's, you know, the person being safe, we want the person to understand, we want the person to be the best version of themselves, you know, and when they're falling short on that or when they're not fully giving themselves to, to that process, then that frustrates us. That makes us mad, you know, and that's when we... You know, that's why people, that's why people get angry. I've seen that before. Dang it. And I understand that. So the anger isn't always, you know, anger isn't always a bad thing. Yes, you can, like you can, and again, with the, with the music and such, I'm saying you can celebrate your happiness. You can celebrate your love that, Hey, I'm in love. Like there are songs for that. Like I told you, I'm like, I'm one of the biggest, like, man, I listen to Barry White and a lot of his songs are love songs, you know? But he also has a couple songs in there in his um, that that speak about reality. There's a song called "Frick." Hold on, <laughs> I don't want to give you the wrong name of the song. Um, if you if anybody decides to search it, I believe this is the one I may still have. Either I don't know if it's on this phone or the old phone. Um, it's in here somewhere, but it is a song that's very realistic. It's called Baby, We we Better Try to Get It Together. Um, and I haven't heard it in a while, but I do remember the lyrics because I did listen to it a lot 
um, when I first heard the song, as I do with most songs, I listen, I will play a song to death till I get absolutely sick of it. So, but that song is realistic. Like, like it's not going to be all happy holding hands. We're super, you know, we're super into each other every day, just staring in each other's eyes, just fiery, burning passion. That is not what relationships are. It's going to take, there's going to be plenty of tough days. Like I said, you have to be willing to stick through those rough patches. There will be rough patches. You're both human beings. Neither of you are perfect, so you're not going to have perfect days. Why do you expect that? There's no reason to expect that. Anybody who tells you their marriage is perfect is lying to you. They've had bad days. They've shed tears. They've had anger. They've had disagreements behind closed doors. A lot happens behind closed doors with relationships. What you see is not always what it is. You know? You may catch them on an off day and they may be sad, but that's not what they are 24-7. You know, you're not going to be in each other's arms every day just being like, man, I'm so in love with... There may be plenty of times where y'all are just like, man, I just, I don't like, I don't know if I, I like, I don't, you know, you don't want to be in their arms right now. You just want to, you know, sit next to them. Maybe you're a little bit upset with them and you don't want to be in their arms. You just want to sit, you know, across the couch from them, you know, just for while you, you know, cool off or sit in the other room while you cool off. Because you guys had a disagreement and you don't want it to blow out of proportion. So you take your time to cool off and go to, you know, go to another room and just relax, chill for a bit. Because that happens sometimes, you know, what the heck was that? Something shot off into the sky with, that was light. Twas weird. Um... But yeah, like it's, it's, it's not love and relationships can be very complicated. It is never just a single singular, like, oh, we're just so passionate every day. You know, we're just doing this and we're really just, oh man, like you can still love someone and, you know, not be super expressive about it some days because some days you may not feel like it. Some days are just chill days where you're just like, eh, you know just feel like kicking back sometimes. Some days you just overly, some days you're really into it and you're just really super like, man, I want to squeeze this person to death in a good way. Kind of, you know, kind of feel, but you will not always be super lovey dovey all the time because you'll have talks, you know, about business. You'll have serious talks. Because that, that has to happen in, in relationships. You can't avoid serious talks. And I mean serious talks not about the future, but about your pasts. People, there's, there's, there's been posts out there that tell you not to dig into someone's past. If you're in a relationship with someone, their past affects you and affects the relationships and tells you about their behaviors. It tells you where the anxiety comes from. It tells you when the, where the depression comes from. It tells you where their lack of trust comes from. It tells you about them and their issues. And it tells you about your own issues and it tells them about your issues, right? Where your eating disorder may have come from. Oh, that's, that discuss, that gets in the past. You know, that, that, that concerns the past. Any past physical things, injuries, medical history, digging into someone's past is not a bad thing. It's not a taboo. It shouldn't be a taboo thing. When it comes to relationships, you need to know the past because it's going to tell you how you can plan and adjust for your future. 
bad habits and things like that, you need to know what past events caused that. Trauma. Like I said, trauma. Trauma is a huge thing. Dig. Dig. Dig, 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 dig. You both should be digging. Because it's going to help you adjust on how to treat the person. Because you may, like, they, they may have had abusive, uh, an abusive relationship with parents and such, and where they, every time the parent went in for a hug, they accidentally, they just, like, kind of, they were like, psych, and just slapped them instead. So now they're afraid of hugs. Like, that's a, that could be a thing. I'm sure so, somebody out there has done that, where the parents are always like, oh, it's just a prank, bro, you know, and they just like, ah, where they go in for a hug, and oh, psych, slap them across the face. That's happened to someone. I guarantee you that's happened to someone, but stuff like, but you know, you get my point. Stuff like that has happened where they have a natural, you know, knee jerk or, you know, reaction to certain, to certain things and certain types of, you know, affection. So you got to be careful about that kind of stuff. You have to dig in to know. So don't be afraid to dig into someone's past. That's not something they should ever like. Yeah, I get it. Right. People want to leave their past behind, but you cannot get true healing without acknowledging the trauma of your past, the issues of your past, what has gone down. So once you acknowledge that, you can work on getting better and then you can be free from those things that have hurt you. You can be free from those from those shackles and those chains. But until you fully acknowledge, hey, this happened to me, you know, and what it was, what exactly caused this, that plane just disappeared behind the clouds. It looked kind of weird. Um, but you can, you can acknowledge like, oh yeah, this happened. How did this happen? Who was the, you know, who was the person who caused this to happen in my life, you know, and work on, then you can there from there, you can work on improving and being better and, you know, being free from those bad habits. You know, you can work on fixing that anxiety you may have issues with or the depression you may have issues with, you know, it wasn't just, it wasn't just by me suddenly getting into a relationship that my depression disappeared. You know, though mine happened to end be like months before, you know, I got into a relationship, it still took work to get out of it. It took work, time. It took work for me to be free from it, you know, and even to this day, I could still be susceptible to it. It could one day come back and I have to know how to fight it off. But I know my past. I know why it happened. I know why it occurred. And I know how to fight it. So, again, these things are important to know for your spouse. So they know how to properly treat you. And they know how to help you. Because your spouse, your, your significant other, is supposed to be there to help you. Leaving them out of all the details of your past is... I know it's hard to talk about your past, but that's the thing. They're your best friend. That's the person you spend 20... That's what. That's the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with. They're supposed to know about that stuff. The most intimate and detailed secrets and dark things and dark things, happy things about your life, they're supposed to know because they're supposed to be the one you can trust with that information. Not your girlfriends, not your best dude friends, or anything like that. Not your bros, not your homies. But your significant other, that's their role. Not anybody else's. Your, your, your girlfriends should know about that stuff more than your significant other does. In fact, I challenge you to keep that between you two. Not your girlfriends, not your homies, but keep that between you two and see how things change. Because that shows that you trust them. That shows that you love them enough to open up to them. Because if you don't love them enough to open up to them, then maybe it's not time for you to be in a relationship until you can, you know, slowly develop that trust. And I understand that, you know, maybe 
maybe it's going to take you time, you know, to be in a relationship, to understand, to really, maybe that's the thing. Maybe you need the relationship to understand, you know, how trust works and things like that. That's part of trust. That's part of love, love and trust, loving them enough and trusting them enough with the information, first of all, but loving them enough to want to open up and want to get help and want to be better for them and for yourself. So that way you both can be at 100%, you know, later in life. I'm telling you, you gotta. You gotta make those changes. That's why I talk about, that's why I said social media is such a dangerous thing. And and media in general is such a dangerous thing when it comes to relationships. Because these days, you know, they'll just tell you anything. They will. They'll just tell you anything and not be even true. So again, be careful what you consume. Be careful what you let into your ears and your eyes. Be careful. Because these things can subliminally send you messages and you start to believe certain things without even realizing it. Then down the road, you wonder why you got trust issues because of social media, because of the music you listen to. Like I said, shouldn't always be listening to breakup songs. You trying to get into a relationship? Let them breakup songs go. It's going to affect your relationship. I promise you, it will. You won't be truly happy. And you won't be truly free because music like that rules your life. So how can you ever expect to be happy if you always listen to songs and watching stuff about breakups and things like that? Because then mentally, subconsciously, you'll start being ready to move on to a new relationship before this relationship even gets going. I'm telling you, cut them songs out. Get I get it. They're catchy. They're great. They you know, have a lot of nostalgia for my kids. Yeah, we used to beatbox, you know, all of this song, you know, and I used to be on the radio. But you got to let them go. You got to let them go. Believe me, there's some Barry White breakup songs that are real good, but I got to let them go. You got to let them go because they will affect your mindset and the way you think. Media is very influencing, very influencing. Obviously, look at the world today, how influenced it is so easily by fear that you see like things you see on the news. People fear it. People are scared. People are quick to fear that and to take that. And internalize it. And then externalize it into their actions and what they do. People panicked. As soon as they heard pandemics going on, they panicked and bought all the freaking toilet paper and a bunch of water. And for everybody else who was, you know, pretty casual about it, they were thinking about it, you know, like, okay, well, pandemic, just get ready to lock down for a few months. They didn't have anything. And people get so hyped up like Black Friday. People get so hyped up for that. People have been trampled and killed over what? A toaster for 10? Got a toaster for five bucks? I'm going to trample and kill someone for it. Seriously. I remember, man, that happened a few times, actually. I'm surprised. And I'm not surprised by it. Because, again, people are influenced by the hype. They're like, yo, you got to get out here on Black Friday because this is the only day wherever, you know, stuff is ever going to be on sale and whatnot. This is it. But, like, since Amazon and all that stuff came around... Like, they really kind of put a kibosh on it. People, in fact, I think, what was it, last year or two years ago, they had Black Friday, like, six different days throughout the year. Throughout the entire year. They had Black Friday in summer. They had Black Friday in early fall. They had Black Friday late summer. Then they had actual Black Friday. And they had Black Friday after that. Like, there was, like, Black Friday every other month, like, a few years ago. So, again, stop letting the media do so much and influence your thoughts so much. Unless you're surrounding yourself with actual good sources, 
you know, that are giving you just the facts and not giving you any opinionated statements with it, because that's what a lot of these news outlets here in the news networks out here in the, in the States do. They give you opinionated, you know, statements after that. No, 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 no. Just give me the facts and let me decide how I want to feel about it. As it goes, as it pertains to your music, you can find more catchy songs that pertain to love and actually, you know, focusing on a relationship and being faithful and learning the other person. You can find songs like that. That's why I listen to, you wonder why I listen to Barry White so much. Because he's got plenty of those songs that I can listen to and, 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 um, and enjoy because they're great. Some are very catchy. And they've helped me. You know, it's not like they're not like I'm not my relationship isn't hinged on, you know, songs and such, but it is an aspect. It does improve that aspect of my life where I'm like, hey, you know what? I can I can. Uh, it's a little boost every now and then. Let's put it that way. And so it's, it's more encouragement. And you should be encouraging yourself every day to be better for yourself, for your relationship in life in general, you know, for the for the people you may interact with be better be the best you possibly can be i tell you guys that all the freaking time take note of it pay attention i tell you the dangerous games you're playing these days some of you wonder why you're still single because you just keep singing those songs that are that 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 promote depression that really just let like really make you soak in it too been there, done that. Plenty of songs. I got a whole. I had a whole playlist full of songs that that did that for me. Oh yeah, whole lot of Kill Switch Engage. Goodness gracious, I remember. Remember the Slipknot days. I don't forget. I don't forget about them, but I uh, moved on from them. I don't listen to the music anymore because I know how dangerous music is. I work with music. I know how dangerous it can be. I know how influential it can be. World gets set on fire. World gets like, oh my gosh, pin pineapple apple pin or Gangnam style. Freaking people remember those things and whatnot. Freaking Madonna's Material Girl. That's a horrible song to to listen to. Don't be a material girl. Frick. Well, that one I shouldn't, that one I really shouldn't have to explain to you. But like, hey, don't be a material girl. Just going after material things in relationships is an awful thing. And after going, you're not going after actual substance, actual love, and then you're just kind of pointless. You're living a pointless life at that, uh, um, in that way. So, thanks everybody so much for listening. Appreciate you all. And I will see you all uh, next time. Remember, love is patient. Until next time, peace.